Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I, I, for, for a long time, I thought women didn't poop, right? I didn't think that happened from the female sex. I thought you weed and I didn't think you pooed. I thought if you did, little flowers came out. And tell them where you thought we urinated from. I thought you weed out your bum. Hi everyone, I'm James Haskell. And I'm Chloe Maidley. And welcome to episode two of Couples Quarantine. We made it to the first one. Thank you so much for all your positive feedback. Glad you're loving our absolute shitchat.com. Yeah, we've actually had some amazing questions from you guys already. And one of them has set the tone for today's uh, podcast topic. I have briefly run it past James. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> It's a bit of an uncomfortable one. Well, more uncomfortable for men than for women, I think. No, uh, c- could not be more wrong. <laughs> ah, this is going to be a good show. I'm completely disagree. Already started having a row. No, but I'll this fight is, you in front of all these people. This podcast. is how we came to the conclusion that one of the questions, and we will get to the questions at the end, and they are fantastic, um, should be the topic, because it made us both, both laugh, which obviously is key. But also, James is of the opinion that this is worse for boys, and I, I don't think there's many people out there, men included, who would agree with that statement. So... Without going into the question, we'll just we'll just open this up by uh, talking about going to the bathroom. Yeah. So, as a new couple, when you first start uh, sleeping together, I mean, you know what? Let's just throw all kind of political correctness out. When have we ever done anything politically correct? Either. I know, I know, I know. Fine. So, in the beginning, in my experience, I normally will start sleeping with a guy before I start dating him. James. (laughs) What? Such a whorebag. I love it. Oh, well, come on. I mean, you've got to test drive the car before you take it. Yeah, I'm all about life. I'm all about life. That's why I don't understand the no sex before marriage rule. Like, you're buying something, you don't know how it drives, but I how it speaking, operates. I think that's religion. I don't think that's out of, you know. No, some people do that. Some people do that. I mean, listen, we're going to have a whole show because this is such a potent topic. Take notes. Chloe's like my secretary. Um, I'm so, absolutely not so, like a secretary. Write that down. All. Write that down. You have a secretary. She's called Steph. Let's do a show. Let's do a show all about actually sleeping before and after because I've got some strong opinions about the shit that men have to go through. Okay. This. But we'll cover off another topic. Fine. Well, I'm a woman, not a man. And I will tell you straight up, as you know from experience, we were sleeping together weeks before we made it official. And we only made it official because I ended up going on a two-month uh, work trip to Austria. Yeah. I thought you weren't going to come back. That's why I agreed to I know. go out with you. And look, look, stuck I mean, one later. thing, one subject we've never broached is I've never asked James, and nor will I ever ask him, but just for the benefit of the podcast, I've never asked him if whether those two months that I was away was he faithful. Yes, you have. Because you asked me a million a, times. I'm pretty sure that he'll no, I was lie. absolutely not doing bits. No, no I wasn't. So I absolutely wasn't. Grinning. I wasn't. I wasn't because you, t- you, know, you were terrifying. You called me up and said you loved me halfway through the time in Austria. So, yeah, that know. was my mistake. Yeah, and I'm we've sure got, we're going off topic. Let's talk about the bog. Okay, fine, the bog. Right, so what I was saying was, in the beginning, you yeah. sleep with someone before you end up officially dating Yes, fine. Well, however you get there, yeah. At least me and my friends. However you end up in bed, is what you're saying. However you end up in bed. Yeah, and then, and I think as a woman, yes. 
it is incredibly uncomfortable when you know you have to go to the toilet right. for a number two. Right. But obviously, like you're you're not you're still in the sex phase with this person. Yeah. You're certainly not living together, and you're not even dating well enough to kind of accidentally burp in front of one another. Yeah. And it's like this is like a step ten times removed from where we are and how I want this person to see me. So you either have to be really uncomfortable and just <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> from, from the bottom up yeah. or you have to try really hard to hide and disguise what you need to what, do like a fox or something dig a hole in the garden no like he's like in like turning showers on pretending that you need a quick shower yeah. turning taps on um pretending that you're brushing your teeth um but the but the worst that, thing i used to think you showered eight times a day don't tell me that you weren't <laughs> you actually shower twice a day yeah i mean environmentalists will hate me for that but i don't bathe so get over it i don't think environmentalists are listening to this show Absolutely. i think only sad people are listening back to this show but i think so that's these are like tips and tricks that women do but you're really in a bad situation especially when i was a student this would always happen obviously where there's no loo roll that's a bad situation. Yeah, yeah. very student-esque. There are, there are, yeah, very student But there are, there are ways to handle that that include the tap and soap and your hands. Oh, you, Chloe. <laughs> but then no, that. you can't wash and your then, ass in the sink. And then, no, not in the sink. No, I feel like it was a cleaner doing then, that. Then the other, the other really bad situation is when the toilet won't flush. Yeah, that's a nightmare for any man. Yeah. And any woman. That's a nightmare. It's universal. But there's also a trick to that. Which is that any kind of oh, just, I don't any kind of any any kind of um, holding, whether it's like a bin or a, like a what's it, a toilet brush holder, anything. If you can get enough water out of the sink tap down the toilet, it'll unbalance it. It will flush it. Right. Yeah. So guys, bear that in mind. But yeah, there are there are there are sticky situations, and this is a, and James seems to think this is worse for men. So right. now so, I will let you. Do yeah. It. So I tell you why, right? Okay. Right. Let's get this very clear. Ladies, right? I, I, for, for a long time, I thought women didn't poo, right? I didn't think that happened from the female sex. I thought you weed and I didn't think you pooed. I thought if you did, little flowers came out. And tell them where you thought we urinated from. I thought you weed out your bum as well. So James's <laughs> mum did a great job raising him, by the way. James genuinely thought until he was a teenager that we weed out of our bum. Yeah, I don't know. I, was, I mean, I, the shock actually when I saw our first fanny was a real, that was a real item, but that's a show in itself. Working away around that. You've never been the same I've since. Never, I have never been the same since. Um, I know, so, so basically, let me explain. So I didn't know women fired, right? So you girls are great at hiding that whole side of the situation, right? True. Like lads, quite gassy race, high-protein diet athlete, very gassy indeed, right? When ladies do drop a bomb, right, it's not a bomb. It's like, I imagine, it's tiny little rabbit poos, which have absolutely no impact How on anything. Because I just know, like, it's not, you know, you're all, you know. It, I think it, it, it's very contextual. Listen, I've been enough gay, dates with girls who've ordered a fucking salad and shit like that while I'm grazing to a sticky toffee pudding. I've been through enough gates with girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been enough dates when people have been eating salad and pecking, you know, slight bit of chicken breast. I'm talking, I'm having a th- every meal is a three course meal with me. Finish off with a sticky toffee pudding. If when I go to the bathroom. Ooh, feces. No, don't wipe this. But if you're not, not contextual, it's contextual no, no, to the last yes, 24 it, it, it hours is, of your it life. It is contextual. Well, my point is, is, when a bloke goes to the toilet, it's more of an event, right? It's, it's a more an aggressive event. There's no getting away with that. So let me play a scenario for you. I've got, in my formative days, I'm single a long time ago, right? I've gone back after a, a very long courtship with a girl back to her student digs. We're sleeping in a fish finger bed, right? I've had a massive graze in the evening. 
there is no getting around this. It's an ensuite connected to this. There's just no getting around this. What am I going to do? So you thought you might slide out a bit of gas, but how do you do that without sounding like you've got a small brass band section? So you're like trying to under pressure to do that. You know what I mean? And accidentally, if you, you know, in the morning, you bend over to put your box shorts on and, and, and comes out. It's a hard situation. So I'm saying it's way more difficult for men because women can disguise it with a shower. No, you can't no, no, disguise. No, no, no. You can't disguise dropping a bomb. It, it, and it's so much pressure. I'd have to stay at someone's house but Wake why, up is that, early why is that a male and go to thing? a pub or go to something else and, and like to get because you okay, can I tell you why it's yeah. nice for women? Why? Because we do not care. We are not shocked. We are not surprised. Well, Our mind is not blown. If a guy that we're dating, sleeping with, we know that men fart and shit and think it's hilarious. <laughs> but much like you just started your whole argument with, yeah. you don't think women fart shit you think that if we do yeah. it's as you said quote unquote little pebble poos yeah so the reason why it's worse is because you guys expect us to be sexy pretty okay, yeah, cutesy ladylike but just like you we have a human body yeah. that's shit our gi tract <laughs> is the same as yours okay we have the we have the colon yeah. we have the intestines yeah. we have everything the same yeah. we shit too yeah so how okay so let me ask you from a woman's perspective yes. because this is what any female listeners will want to yeah. know yeah if you were dating a girl and yeah. you thought she was like fit, like yeah. moderately to yeah. whatever, you're attracted to her yeah. and you're having good sex and you think she's, you're, you're kind of considering maybe potentially without jumping the gun, maybe dating her a bit more seriously. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. And then one night she stays over and she gets the shits to the point where it starts Ooh. with farting and it ends with Ooh. full on, don't come in the bathroom, I'm having an, I'm having Ooh, an issue here. wow. Do you change your opinion on this girl based on that? Or do you laugh it off like you would if it was a male friend and think like, oh, or do you feel like quite sorry for them? Like, oh, Well, fuck. I mean, actually, interestingly enough, I, I heard about one of my former teammates for England actually asked um, on the night he asked his partner to get to get married to him. He uh, went, they went out oh, for yeah, Chinese. Oh, yeah, she told me this. I went out this. for a Chinese and uh, got food poisoning. And he was dropping a bomb on the toilet while she was spewing in the sink. And, and then they'd a, swap. And they'd, yeah, and they swapped. And that was the night they got engaged. And like... Yeah, but they're engaged. Yeah, it's fine. I'm okay, okay. You know, I, uh, Look, I think it's very contextual in terms of how much I like the person. It's a punchy start. And, and obviously, it's happened to lots of people. I think I would probably forgive them. I think I'd pull for a pretty forgive sorry. Forgive them? This is the whole point. Forgive <laughs> sorry, them sorry, sorry. for having, having human biology. Sorry, I'd feel sorry for them. And I, and I, I know how awkward it'd be because I wouldn't know what would happen if, I, if I'd done. But I'd also, I'd probably pulled the plug. If I knew it was heading that way, I would I just have scuttled off. Because I think that's what we should come up. I mean, I, I, I mean, my old ways of doing it, wake up early, nipping to a pub or a leisure centre, and you know, and, or a petrol station. That's why petrol station toilets are such a hellhole. Because people are just rushing around, get, you know. So I, I don't think that is why petrol. That is why hotel lobby toilets are a hell. Yes, yeah. And then now we can come on to the holiday. Fine, fine. Because I mean, how we had, James and I had been on so many holidays together, <laughs> where I was only going to the toilet in the lobby. Yeah. For I mean, I would say at least the first year of our relationship, yeah. we maybe went on two holidays together. Yeah. If not the first two years of our relationship, I would only go to the loo yeah. in the lobby. So would I. And I can't remember when or why it changed, but at some point it was like, you know what? I think it must have been when we moved in together, which was which was what, two years into our dating, or maybe even just one. 
How long were we together before we moved What, before you wormed your way into the full setup? Two years, yeah. Yeah, So maybe two years, I would only go to the loo in the hotel lobby. And I would do all the shower tricks and everything I've mentioned to try and hide it. Wiping your ass and sink crap in the garden. (laughs) No, that was when there's no loo roll. That's not like you go to. Sorry, I thought that was a technique. But I would say, like, it, it was only, I think, when we moved in together. And even then, the first year, I think I went to the to our we've got uh two spare bedrooms yeah. luckily thank you rugby um i would go to the spare bedroom and do right. it there but i think there just came a point where i was like you know what if we're gonna live together if we're gonna go on holiday together for more than a few days at a time i'm gonna have to just go to the yeah, of course you are but you broke way before i did yes i mean i, I think there are some tactics i think the relationship i think the first the, the awkwardness is inescapable the first few times i will concede this because this podcast is about learning and development, I think, for, for men and for women listening. Oh, because clearly we know so much. Well, I've learned. I, I think you're right. I think actually men, the expectation is the men to be grubby, you know, rat bags. Women have, a, have there's a certain pretense that we, you know, that you have to adhere to that, you know. Uh, that, you know. But there was a girl that you, we both know, yeah. that you really fancied before we ever got yeah. together, who was known for doing. Yeah, I had to put a little yellow cone, an orange cone outside the door. That would, that would flag she's gone in there and, and absolutely it never, it. And it never put you off, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no, but I don't, I don't think it does. This. I, I think, look, you have to be quite callous. I think it's, it's a, it's a, what I'm talking about is I think for women that you can slide it under the radar more than, radar more than you can men initially. You said the shower techniques. I was like, I, you know, look, I'm talking about, without going into too much detail, you know, there's a lot of like pre-admin you'd have to deal with to, to manage that. And we can come on to it because I think we've got a question which we'll actually answer. What are you scared of? So I said like, you know, we are meant to be seen as like pretty, sexy, attractive, fuckable, you know, essentially, let's be honest, all men want their partner to at least in their eyes, look and feel like a Victoria's Secret model. Right. Victoria's Secret models don't shit. Well, they do, just yeah. to be clear. <laughs> but not a dark not cocaine, cigarettes mm. and salads. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you did name just like two laxatives <laughs> yeah, out of all of those. But I will say that like, so it, it's hard. Yeah. What are men scared of? Why? Why? Are you, why what do you think you're going to do? Uh, I think it's, I think it's just smell, sound, noise. You know, avoidable. Resulting in what? It's the worst situation. The girls kind of. Well, I'll, I'll give you an example. So I, I, you know, again, long, 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 long time ago. You know, I think it depends what situation. You're in. So I love you, and I loved you. So it wasn't a pro. It wasn't. A, you know, it wasn't a situation. I think when you're in a bit of a, you know, a purely. Uh, sexual mindsets, right? Things can can, can can put you off. For example, you I didn't know. love me at first. We were banging. No, but you were. But you were showering, washing your ass in the sink, and crapping in the rose bushes. Oh, I wasn't. Well, that's what you fucking told me. This is a couple of quarantine. This is exactly a conversation. Yeah. Okay, listen. I'll be like, this thing listening. made me uncomfortable, and he'll be like, "Well, you yeah, said you were right. going to kill yourself." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" You would, if, if you got, if, if Chloe made out that she wipes her ass in the sink and shits the flabbered, please email cqquestions at jameshaskell.org. I look. I think that the I will give you that, that I think it is it is it is equal in certain specs. I just meant that it's more difficult for men to disguise what they're doing. I think there are some methodology, but I think it's a very difficult situation. I think women have to it's it's, it's fifty fifty mutually difficult, but I think it's a lot harder for men to disguise what they're doing for sheer biology because you know. Okay, so now you're married. Yes. And we've you know. Actually, oh well, that's why the whole reason we talk about because in couples quarantine, that, I yeah. mean the fucking rules have gone. Well, this is what I will say. So even though I definitely gave up on the disguising the poo situation, (laughs) I would say by like definitely by year definitely by year two that we moved in together, I was like, you know what, I can't do this anymore. This is ridiculous. And I'm glad that I got came to that conclusion because it was necessary. 
I will say this. The first time I ever farted in front of you was lockdown. I, I, I mean, look. I, but I feel like five and a half years. Do you remember when, I mean, I don't, we probably shouldn't say names, should we? No, don't there's ever another, name There's another ex-England rugby player, very well-known, very good rugby player. <laughs> and when he, I remember we got, I don't know how we got this convers- into this conversation, but we somehow got into this conversation mm-hmm. on the way to, on the way back from Twickenham once. And they made a joke about farting or something, the couple. Yeah. And I was like, um, do you guys really fight in front of each other? They were like, we think it's the funniest thing that we Dutch oven each other every day. And this couple are really hot, by the way. Both the man and the woman, they're not together anymore. But they they are really, really hot. That's they why were, they're not together anymore. <laughs> they were, sh- no, they were like laughing. They were, they had a great relationship if, <laughs> if, you know, it had lasted, which it didn't. But they thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And they were shocked, shocked that we didn't fight in front of each yeah, other. yeah. So I think each to their own. Maybe we're projecting our own biases and prejudices onto everybody else. No, but I, I think, you know, what, I think there's a few lines that are just general acceptance. Like, for example, but we're sh- shitting with the door open and just being sort of like, you know, very you know, blasé. I don't think, I mean, I don't know who in the world is advocating that. I have a story. You say it's British, but who? who? I have a story about shitting with the door open. <sighs> so there's, there's a very famous female celebrity in the UK, older now, although she wasn't at the time. Who got married to a very famous industry man? And she said that she knew that their marriage wasn't going to last on the night of their wedding. When she walked, she, she'd gone to do something downstairs and she walked into their honeymoon suite in their hotel and he was doing a massive dump. Oh. Like, as in like, and what I mean by that is like the smell, the yeah, sound, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the drama of the yeah, poo. yeah. In the in the in the bridal suite, basically oh, bathroom, right. with the door open, and it's you know it's like those big ones yeah. in Howarth with like the open doors. Yes, I yeah. don't know what they're called, but he, they, there was two massive double doors that were open into the suite, and he was doing it, and he was reading the paper, and she walked in, and he was like, "Hello, darling, how was it?" Oh. And she was like, "Are you, are you pooing with the with the doors open to the whole room?" Yeah. And he was like, well, we're married now. And like laughed and chuckled and carried on reading. And she said that she knew then and there that the marriage wasn't going to work. Now, she's adamant that this was a sign that the marriage was never going to work. My interpretation of this is that maybe she's a bit stuck up. And that is not in any way, shape or form an indication as to why your marriage won't last. I mean, look, I've, I've had teammates. So I talk about it in my, my autobiography that's, that's coming out soon. Um what a flanker about lads, you know, for example, when you get into a hotel room, because we'll read this question and we'll, we'll get somewhere in a minute, is that, you know, I've had lads who will uh, who will run into a hotel room that aren't their room, quickly lock themselves in the bathroom and drop a bomb in your bathroom. Why? So they don't have to stink theirs out. Or they'll do a reverse cowboy, which is sit facing the front, the back Thank of the you. toilet and shit down the front, shit down the front of the toilet. Or they do something that someone told me once, which is the worst ever. You crap in the top of the cistern and they call it a top deck. So every time you flush the loo, it's just worse. You can't. You don't know it's in there. That's disgusting. <laughs> I would break up with someone if they did that. That's what I mean. So there's obviously like serious ramifications. I don't think it's. I don't think it's acceptable to crack the door open. As like the archetypal dominant male. Yes. Ever of all time. Right. Do you want to just give women like a little bit of an insight? Like, is that okay? If they shit in front of a guy and the guy breaks up with them, was it never going to work yes, anyway? Yes, never going to work. Look, okay, okay, getting down to brass tacks, all bullshit aside. You know, we've got bodily functions. You've got to be realistic. Everybody has everything. People have accidents. People are, you know, have upset stomachs. You've got to roll with it. That's not, if someone breaks up with you like that over something petty, then they're a fucking idiot. Um, but here's the question. My new girlfriend, and these are anonymous, these questions actually, but we, we, sometimes we'll read the names out if you want us to. It says, my new girlfriend has an ensuite in what is quite a small bedroom. 
When I've had a few drinks, I often wake up in the middle of the night and need a big shit. And it's often messy, loud and smelly. Any tactics for me? Okay, so this is what I would say, exactly what I said. If it is loud, the shower. Yeah. If it is smelly, obviously, hopefully, crack a window. If there's yeah. no window, then put some no. body wash or shampoo or whatever in the shower and put it on hot. Yeah. And then the heat will basically aroma, aromatize. I don't know the word I'm trying to use. Aromatize? Aro- I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the, the smell. Diffuse. Diffuse, yeah. yeah. Um, and in terms of messy, dude, get your shit together, literally. Yeah. Shit into the toilet. Yeah. If you need to wipe the toilet seat after and then wash your hands, fine. Wipe the toilet seat with loo roll, flush it, and yeah. then wash your hands. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, first of all, you know, uh, courtesy flush without without your hands oh, Yeah, like as it's coming out, As it's flush. coming out, courtesy flush that straight away. Yeah, that'll clean it People, right away. People's toilet admin needs to be sorted out. Like, I'm not, it's nightmarish for me if I follow into his bog and someone has left their signature all over the pan. I have to then clean after them because I don't want people to think it's me. And that's real bad. Also, if you go, I mean, I've been to a couple. You I, clean up other people's poo. Well, I would, you can pay me enough Clearing money. up your shit for years, but I tell you what, I. I, I um, do, do, do. No, no, I'm joking. I meant phys- metaphorical, not physical. Joke. I, well, you couldn't pay me enough money to go near someone else. No, but, I, you know, but I just don't want to respond to it. That's the worst thing. I've been to a couple of girls' houses. One who used to be a TV presenter went in, there was a wee and skids in the toilet. That shocked me. Who? Oh, I'm not dobbing How this. Told I'm not me dobbing this. I'll tell you off air. It was that just shit like that. But a terrible admin. Just get, dealing with this question. I think the courtesy flush is key. I think the shower or tap could be it could be key. Opening window, but also clear up after yourself, chief. Give yeah. a courtesy flush. Flush again. Admin, flush again. And listen, the woman knows you're human. Yeah, that's uh, also a good one for farting for women and men because evidently men do care, which is surprising to me. But fart and flush. So the conclusion is that we're both in the same boat. You agree that men have it a little bit more difficult in terms of just sheer size and aggressiveness of what they're doing. But No, you know, I don't. Oh, I really don't. Oh, okay. I think that, do you know what I think it is? I think it's maybe a subconscious understanding that we all know that men shit. So you guys are probably less, ca- I mean, but no, look, we, we all have to deal with that. I think courtesy yeah. flush is great. Cracking a window is yeah. great. Showers and taps is great. And yeah, clean up after. Okay, so we'll you should do that anyway. And we'll leave that subject there. And, and ladies listening, men shit. And w- men listening, women shit. And if he's going to be a douche because you, yeah. <laughs> lol, because you, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You did a shit. Yeah. It was never going to work anyway, right? Yeah. This is Couples Quarantine. James, what are you doing? 
Ordering free beers, babe. I absolutely love a freebie. You do love a freebie and you love beer. We're coming to the end of summer 2020 and I'm sure we can all agree it's been the strangest one ever. Thankfully, life is kind of getting back to normal. So what better way to celebrate and close out the summer than with some of the best beer on the planet? Whether you're having a barbecue, bringing the festival to the garden, watching some atmosphere-free football, listening to couples quarantine, or just raising a toast to the key workers that have kept us going, Beer 52 have the perfect beer for any occasion. They are offering eight craft beers sourced and curated from the best breweries on the planet for free. All you need to do is go to www.beer52.com forward slash couples and cover just $5.95 for the postage. And I've obviously got good choice in my eight free beers because Beer 52 is the world's most popular craft beer discovery club with over 150,000 members, just under the amount of people listen to Couples Quarantine Flower. Um, they will send you a brand new case every month. Each month's case has a different theme. Past themes have included beer from New Zealand, South Africa, Korea, and all over the USA and Europe. I think I'd take Europe of all of the above. It's an independent British company, Beer 52, are passionate about the UK craft beer scene, which they continue to support during this very difficult period. Now, you're a picky woman, as we've discovered, and if dark beer is not your thing, you can simply choose the light option and your case will come with the award-winning beer magazine, Ferment. Sign me up for that. And a tasty snack. Don't worry, though, if you do change your mind, you can pause or cancel your account at any time time just go to www.beer52.com forward slash couples to get your first case of eight free beers <laughs> for the postage price of 5.95 once again that is www.beer52.com forward slash couples i'm off to drink responsibly this is couples quarantine our next question this week this is actually quite pertinent to chloe and i my lovely wife, you're listening to, Poos and Flowerbirds. Um, while at home all day, do you struggle with conflicting music choices? I like my hard rock and my wife likes a lot of Polish rap. She's from Poland. <laughs> Neither of us can find a compromise as we don't like headphones all the time. What should we do? Now, we have this battle in our house because I am a house music man with the occasional twinge of techno and Chloe is a 90s hip-hop girl. Mm. So now one of us has taste in music. So I think, I mean, look, house music was based on soul and funk, and you know, there's elements of hip hop in certain b- b- tunes and certain things and everything like that. So it's not completely separated. Rock and roll versus Polish rap. I mean, I don't even know. I think. I mean, I didn't even know Polish rap. I, was I don't a thing. think that rock is the same as rock and roll. I hear rock. I hear like Limp Biscuit. I hear rock and roll. I hear like the Eagles. Right. Okay, well, whatever. I mean, you can't tell me that the Eagles or Limp Bizkit is combined with Polish rap. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, no, obviously. Although they did do that thing, Linkin Park, with Jay-Z, and that album was, like, one of the best selling. It's Polish rap. No, no. Okay, um, this is what I would say. So... I don't love house music, but I will let James DJ all morning, all afternoon, even when I'm editing a book, which I, I cannot tell you how difficult it is to have the whole house vibrating with house music, music, which I don't like and I can't get into the swing of. I can't even listen to my own music when I'm writing or editing. And it's so hard, but I do it because it's he enjoys it and he loves it and it makes him really happy. And I have to understand that being married is about compromising and that's okay. And where he is still learning to compromise with me, but he's definitely getting there, even though he's not quite there yet, but he's getting there, is that when I'm in bed at night 
and he starts playing house music on his phone, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is my non-negotiable now. Like, I can't lie in bed and listen to house music. Like, absolutely not put your headphones in. And he is getting there where he's like, okay, fine, fine, fine. And he's starting to do that, which is wonderful because that's my non-negotiable time and he's giving that up for me. So it sounds to me like you guys have to find a compromise that doesn't necessarily have to look like that. But an understanding that you like rock, fine, I forgive you. And she likes Polish rap, fine, I forgive you. And when it actually really is a point where you're like, no, no, this is going to cause some damage... Put your fucking headphones in. I think actually, well, I think first of all, the compromise is always be open-minded to explore. So I said to you once in a car journey, I said, give me the very best of 90s hip-hop you've got that's going to capture my imagination. And you did. Method Man you did. Like yeah. And then WA and stuff like that. And I, you know, I really got into that. I really enjoyed that. I think, yes, the DJ out loud is quite a unique situation. I know a lot of people have used music as a tool during this difficult period to get through it. And I think mu- music has really come to the fore and, and helped us. Uh, I would say that I think it all depends on where you're trying to listen to. So for example, if I'm trying to work and I want to listen to some techno, I'll put my headphones on if I'm not DJ. If Chloe's wanting in, in a car journey, we'll have a compromise. You know, I won't put house music on, in the car. We'll listen to audiobooks, something that we're interested in. Or I might get, you know, might we go, Chloe might go two songs. I'll go two songs back to back as we're driving along to kind of share that. But I really think it's dependent on when you want to do it because I think headphones are inescapable. And I'm not sure there is much common ground between rock and roll and Polish rap. So I think you, while you might want to get some education, share some ground, I think you're going to have to learn to put headphones on, but also understand that you can share your music out loud, but at the right times, but it's not affecting someone. And if, unless it's and that maybe, genre. maybe do look into the Linkin Park Jay-Z album, because that might be a middle ground for you, Bo. <coughs> By the way, just while we're on this. Yes. French hip-hop is really good. I like French hip-hop, actually. Really when I was listening to France, there was a, de- uh, uh, a rapper called Sniper. Yeah, there's Sniper. a couple that are cool. really good. Um, um, anyway. Right, okay, go on, quick, next what's the next question? So, well, I think we solved that there. Hopefully share, but um, don't enforce, but also learn to use headphones because it's a compromise. Okay. My boyfriend wakes up with an erection every morning. Lucky you. At first, I thought it was quite affectionate. He's happy that he's sleeping next to me. <laughs> then I thought... <laughs> No, I mean, that's a bit naive. Then I thought, maybe he's dreaming of other girls. But then I heard about Morning Glory. What the hell is all that about? It's called biology, babe. Yeah. I mean, I wake up most mornings with a rod on. No, that's not true. I, th- I do, but I go to a wee before you, you see it. You wake up some mornings oh, all right. with it. Okay, recently I have woken up more often than not with one. With Why one. recently? I have no idea. I've no idea. Maybe because it's because I'm because it's so hot and I'm sleeping with just are, a cover on top of me. You're and, sleeping better as well. At the and moment. the fan, the fans may be blowing and stimulating. That could be the only, you know. I don't know. I don't know. The light whispering touch of wind on the old testy clay has, has caused a has caused a reaction. I, I look. Uh, first of all, there's that great meme that everyone's seen where the, the bloke staring into space and the, and his missus is sitting next to him. Goes, I wonder what she's thinking about. I wonder if she's thinking about another woman. And the bloke's going. I wonder if I was Spider-Man. Could I jump from that building to that building? That's the kind of thing, thought press that men are going through. I've never woken up with a hard-on because I've been having a sex dream. I bizarrely don't have sex dream. In my mind, every time I go to have sex with someone, something gets in the way in my dreams, which is really weird. So it's absolutely down to biology. It has no, bear, no bearing on anything. And to be honest with you, I never put it to use because the first thing I need to do in the morning is go for a week. Yeah, I mean, I will say it is basic male biology and you absolutely should not overthink it or take it personally even as a compliment but it's certainly not as like a jealousy thing um 
I don't think I've ever asked any of my exes, or if I have, I've forgotten. But yeah, James, you won't be you don't, moving forward. You say you don't have sex dreams. I have sex dreams all the time, like all the time, and it's a fantastic. But also, like even that, even when it's with another person, <gasps> it has absolutely nothing to do with reality. Much like porn, no reflection on reality at all. No reflection on my actual fantasies at all. It's always just quite random and weird and usually with someone who I don't even find attractive and then I'll like obviously fancy them for the next few hours that I'm awake and then that's it. Um, and even that's nothing for James to take personally. And obviously Taking much it personally of, after hearing that. You said it was always me in your dreams. No, sometimes it is, sometimes it's Can we not. talk about, okay, so you say, okay, this is a great topic, we're going to go off slightly. How come when you wake up and you dreamt that I've cheated on you, you fucking get real pissed off and treat me for days like but I'm a dickhead? I ha- no, I have a reputation for this with my friends. They think I'm insane. You are insane. No, because, okay, let me be really clear. I'm a lucid dreamer, which is really... <laughs> You're a fucking lucid dreamer. It's really, really, really rare. I've yeah. gone to see like sleep doctors before because I go through bouts of insomnia, which James hates. But I can't help it. It's just, it is what it is. Like I go through bouts of insomnia. It's because you're lying on my well. shoulder and rotating on the spot for 360 know, degrees and waking me the fuck up. I know, up. I know. And one of, the, one of the main things that they recommend is that you get up out of bed and you go somewhere else yeah. because you need to associate your, bra- your brain and your bed with sleep. So, but anyway, so I, so I go through bouts of insomnia. So I've been to some sleep doctors and, and determined that I'm a lucid dreamer, which means that A, I'm, I, I can kind of manipulate my dreams to... <laughs> probably why I can have sex dreams to actually go down the route that I want them to right. go down. But also be that I um, am quite like an intense dreamer. Yeah. So if I, and I can remember everything that I dream. Every yeah, we just morning. discovered that you fancy like, the people you're dreaming about. So no, we're I mean, talk I'll about give you, you yeah. know what? Yeah, off air. the last couple of quarantine you're Off doing. air, yeah. I'll give you an example of someone and you'll be like, oh, I know you don't fancy that person at yeah. all because they're not attractive at all, but it's just happens. I'll be the judge that, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so so I have really intense dreams. And in my, I often have dreams that my friends are like bullying, that we're back at school and my friends are bullying me, which I think must have something to do with insecurity and my placings with my friends. I don't know. Yeah. And I, But I would have it at school and I would like be angry at them all day. And I'd be really honest. I'd be like, look, I had a dream about you and I can't speak to you today. And they were like, she's insane. Yes. And I have it with you. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I can't well, help you, it. You're, 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 <laughs> doing, can't you're help doing more drilling than BP in your sleep. <laughs> And I, and I wake up and I've done nothing and you're bollocking me. You don't have, like, you never... I, I, mean, I have never had a wet dream. But fucking well, we're oversharing here. I mean, this is only episode two. If this doesn't make it right, in the Daily Mail. Fucking poo and... I've... Oh, no, fuck the Daily Mail. I've, um... I've, doing wonders for our reputation. Of, what is it that I always get from Charles? I bet you make your parents really proud. I'm like, I do actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a very successful career. Front page of the newspaper, porn door. My mum must be so proud. Cover that off my book. Um, Maybe it's because she never taught you about female biology. Yeah. You had to go exploring on your own. Um, no, I, I, I've i never had a sex dream. Like every time it goes to happen, something in my dream gets away, stops me every time. Something right, will happen. That, like death. Well, I've definitely died in my dreams before though. Yeah, I mean, sorry about that. You just snoring. I just put the pillow over your head. Um Okay, well, that's, I mean, look, I don't think it matters any difference. Waking up the hard one's absolutely fine. And yeah, actually, babe, you should take, take advantage of Yeah, it. you should actually maximise it as long as the bloke doesn't need a huge wee. Although, I mean, I say that morning sex is a little bit grotty. Um, yeah, because the morning that. breaths are really Morning breath, but it's like everything, like even like sleep in your eyes or like even, like sometimes I'm like half asleep. And but why don't you see, so why, like, see, I don't think, I have a problem with morning. As long as I go for a wee, brush my teeth, I'm ready for action. You need to be more awake than just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We've had this conversation where I'm like, babe, I'm like half asleep. Yeah. <laughs> you don't care. Yeah, but once I'm on the workbench, I'm, like, oh. I'm working for you. It's all right. You just, you like a bit of potato. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. We'll just be very clear that that was contextual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like his old spuds. Absolutely, spuds. <laughs> right, okay. Tampons. <laughs> oh, best invention of all time all ever. All men Thank you, yeah. whoever invented the tampon. Uh, the person who invented that little cup that fills with blood, they fucking have been so rank. <laughs> fucking disgusting. Yeah, that is disgusting. We always said Emma, my business partner, the other day, I was talking about one of my friends who's a proper vegan yogi. Oh. She's one of my best friends. We could not be more different, but I love her. And I was telling Emma a story about her, and she was like, oh, I bet she wears a moon cup. I was like, she oh, does. A moon she cup. does wear <laughs> a moon cup. <laughs> Rancid. <laughs> Are saving the environment. No swans choking on a tampon. Um, yeah, but they're a pro. They're a pro environment tampons as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made of hemp and shit. Um, tampons. I understand that they are necessary, but they get fucking everywhere. Little white bullets all over the bathroom and in every rucksack you can find. Okay. I now listen. I actually got educated on on um, tampons from you and, and the female period from you. Like I always knew it happened. Not scared of it. Not 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 worried about it and everything else. Doesn't bother me. But actually, I didn't realise the admin around women actually like, you know, coming on and sometimes the struggle and the fear. And actually, there was a situation on the TV show I did recently where one person was so embarrassed it happened. She was unprepared. And I, because Chloe had had a conversation with me about it, I was able to calm her down and everything else. And I actually felt quite good because I think sometimes men can, can, don't understand the admin that goes on, the rigmarole of kind of, you know, help a sister out. I've got no tampons. I'm coming on, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, all that stuff that goes with it. I will say this though, I've got no problem with the tampons, but do you remember that advert where they're like, there's little white packets and the woman goes, sweets? He goes, thanks for sweets, dear. And she's like, sweets? What sweets? And they're like little tampons that look like sweet wrappers. I Obviously an advert created by a man. Uh, yeah, but I think it was a foreign as well. It was dubbed over badly because they definitely weren't saying sweets, but it was dubbed over sweets. What sweets? Um, I think you just got to suck it up, mate. I think, I think you can have a word with your missus and say, look, you know, just keep them in a certain section and keep them in oh, a handbag. Please. Why are you covering around the house here? ridiculous. Yeah, look. Sorry, dude, you sound like a complete douchebag. <laughs> Tampons. I understand that they are necessary. Well, you know what? Why don't we get rid of them yeah. and just see if you like it then? Because you're not going to. But they get fucking everywhere. Little white bullets, which means that they're clean, unused tampons. Yeah. So why do you care? It's essentially a cotton bud. All over the bathroom, again, why do you care? I'm sure that we can talk about stuff that you get all over the bathroom, like the fact that men trim their hair or their nasal hair or whatever it's their <laughs> facial hair, and it all gets in the sink. And I have yet to meet a man who tidies up after himself, because they don't. And in every rucksack you can find, why are you going through your missus's rucksack? Why do you care? Well, maybe they're communal rucksacks. Well, I don't think so. Who, maybe they're, they're ramblers. Look, women... <laughs> Hey, maybe they're ardent campers and, and she just fill it. Thing no, is, wait, 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 wait. Women don't share our bags. We have our own bags. Yeah, yeah, no one. doubt. I don't want to go in your handbag ever. Number two, why do you care if the tampons are in her rucksack? She needs yeah, them. Yeah, agreed. And number three, why do you care if they're in the bathroom? It's your private bathroom. It's your private service. And she needs it. It's like saying, I'm sick and tired of finding toothpaste in the bathroom. Well, that's where you brush your teeth. So fucking get over it. <laughs> you sound like a complete twat. Right. I, I will say this though. Again, because these are the ideas so provoking. These are, you are so aggressive. These ideas are, are, are provoking many thoughts, right? So the tampon situation, I agree. You don't share rucksacks. If they're in a handbag and she's at time of the month, she's operating, it's fine. If there's a little pile in the bathroom next to Lou, I've got absolutely no problem with that. What I've got a problem with, though, is, is with, with, with women in general going, lift the seat up, keep shit tidy, yet they cover the bathroom and the whole work area in fucking makeup, tweezers, tampons, okay, piles of shit. 
Uh, that's that. That's bullshit. Because when I think of our bathroom, no, oh, you're unique. Your you're, no, you're unique. You're unique. Mine. You don't have that because you keep yours in little bags on the yeah. floor that I trip over every fucking night. Did my ankle in? That's why I had to retire. Because you broke took up both and... drawers with all your stuff, and the windowsill with all your stuff, and the shower sill with all your stuff. So I have to put it somewhere. Yes, I keep it compacted in a corner. You don't trip over it. Wish you'd stay in a corner, a little compact idiot. Right. So what? Um, but I yeah, but I do think taking you out of the equation. Women are quite liberal with that. You know, if you put the seat up, don't leave this, don't put your shavers down, shaving thing, chips down the toilet when you're covered in makeup, covered hey, in bits and pieces. Again, I have yet to meet a guy that doesn't have their hair stuff, their smell stuff, their, their, all their stuff, their everything all over the bathroom. And I would also say women don't leave their makeup all over the bathroom. If it's there, it's there temporarily. And then it's going in a bag for when they go on the night out right. or they go away or they leave the house or whatever. We don't leave it no, anywhere. No, but you're not normal and though. Cause, cause lastly... Sitting down on a, a toilet seat-less toilet when it's like the middle of the night yeah, yeah. that's covered in piss is far worse than someone leaving mascara by the sink. Get fucked. Would you rather sit in piss that isn't yours or have to deal with a, a, I lady a piece wee. of makeup? I lady wee. I lady wee in the night. I lady wee. So I know how you, know how you feel. I'm a man enough to say. I'm, yeah, but you, know. you let exactly so you don't even leave the toilet seat up. No. But I'll tell you one thing. There's a member of my family. Again, like I said, I've got a dad and three brothers, which is probably why I'm such a Larry little shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They always, always leave the toilet seat up. And if I'm drunk or it's the middle of the night yeah, and I go home too. and sit, I go, my ass is in the toilet and I'm covered in a male member of my family's urine. <laughs> and I'm like, this is unacceptable. And it, there's me and my mum in the house. So it's like, how many times have we screamed at them? Even on the floor sometimes. If it's been like a big boozy party and like we've had loads of people over, right. I'll go into the toilet and I'm like, why are my feet wet oh, when I leave? And then I'm like, someone yeah. has misaimed and peed oh, on the floor. No. So I'm sorry, but we win this one. No, okay, I do understand. Okay, that's a good point. We'll talk maybe more about it in detail. Well, look, I think we're sort of heading towards the end of this episode. I think we're going to regret this episode. I think we probably are <laughs> it's on so many levels because it's one of those things that recording in the safety of our own home thinking that this no one's going to listen to this year. Episode one was good. No, but look, we need to be honest about pooing. We need to be honest about sex. I mean, look, there was one topic on the poo thing, one subject which I really wanted to talk about, but I didn't. So I think we've kind of been a little bit reserved. I think we have. I think we've covered off. There are some tactics around it. I think we've agreed to disagree on who's more pressure. I think women as well, uh, you know, we, we've learned that actually there is expectation. So I think tampons, the bloke's going to suck it up. But I think, you know, I think the woman uh, could... Can you not use I think, tampons? I'm sorry. I think, I think the woman could, you know, be a bit more sort of, you know, organised where she keeps her bits. Well, yeah, fine. Look, fair enough. Like, that's okay, fine. That, but that could apply to anything. That could apply to anything or... But I don't understand. Do you know what it is that, that why I got quite aggressive with you? And I called you a twat, and I'm sorry. <laughs> but it was where you were like, and all in everybody's rucksack, like all in her rucksack. Why do you care? We need shit in the rucksack. Just like, don't yeah, go for a woman's but, bag yeah, ever. If it's a communal rucksack, though. Who would wear the rucksack if it was us? Well, I'd be the gentleman. I'd carry the rucksack for the other You've got a bad bag, you've got a bad ankle, you've got yeah. bad everything. And also, just go back to the makeup thing about, we said about the mess on the, you know, the toilet seat thing, leaving the makeup, is, is that you're not a good, normal, girly girl. You know, I know some girls that carry a suitcase of makeup around but and with, have it all over the place. But with that, I will say this as well. How many men, especially now with Instagram and filters and Botox and everything, yeah. want their partner to look a certain way? Mm-hmm. Want her to be fit, want her to be made up, want her to look yes. good, slash like a filthy whore, right? Yeah. Hopefully you know, men, that we don't just wake up 
looking good. It takes, I don't believe you. It takes your village. Like we have to do the hair, the makeup, the outfit, the everything. Yeah. So at, at the same time, you're like, oh, it's annoying that you leave your makeup everywhere. It's like, do you want us to look how you want us to look? Or are you going to be like a solid enough guy that you're like, I actually don't care if you wear makeup or not. And by the way, guys, if that is genuinely you, we love you. <laughs> Thank you. I tell you that all the time. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, you don't care. I, I don't care either. But then you say that. But then when you see somebody who is like that, you're like, oh, she's fit. And I'm <coughs> like, well, you obviously do. Like, it's normal. I'm not, like, I think women look great with makeup on. So it's not, I'm not hating on it at all. But it's like, that takes effort. Like, every time you see a, a girl who's looking like 10 out of 10 fit, that didn't just happen. That took, like, actual effort. Even if you can't see it, I guarantee you she's done something. Bit of Botox here, bit of highlighter there, bit of lip liner here. Like, it takes an effort. Fine. All right. Well, you've said it. And look, thank you so much to everybody who's tuned in for episode two. Uh, we really appreciate it. Please subscribe. Please share. Please pass it on. We've now got some social media channels which you can follow, which is at Couples Quarantine Pod. And also, if you want to have your question featured and put a debate to me and Chloe, because every week we have a themed question, we're also going to get into a little bit of myth-busting at some point soon when people send us some information, you know, like, is, is the behind a woman's knee in a erogenous zone? Men, you know, spending an hour on no. your knee. <laughs> it does fucking nothing. But we'll cover that off. If you want to send us an email, then send it to cqquestions. That is cqquestions at jameshaskell.org. I'm James Haskell. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Chloe Maidley. I'm sorry if I was aggressive. <laughs> We'll catch you all next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.